What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Roger and Stone Show, Beer and a Song with my two favorite motherfuckers, Joe and Nate. What's up, guys? What's up? Come on, star. <laughs> Before we started, we were talking about uh, avocados and guacamole, and Joe got a little bit of the, the flavor left in there. He's talking about <laughs> hey, man. Como estas? <laughs> All right, man. So with all the craziness happening in the world right now, how are you guys doing? We're doing. Uh, it's certainly a, it's certainly a crazy world. I think everybody's just taking it, you know, pretty much a day at a time and seeing kind of exactly what happens. But uh, life's a little different right now. Yeah, yeah, I agree, man. Hopefully, you guys are being safe out there, Joe. How how are you doing? I love in, man. No, just the same. Uh, work's been crazy. Uh, yeah, it's just adapting to the lack of normalcy. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So they got you working from home then, I take it? Yeah, I just started today. I was in the office last week just uh, kind of gearing up for all the remote uh, work because the new company I'm with uh, never really had anything <laughs> in regards to a remote setup. So it's been a trial and error um but yeah today was the first day with everyone and i'm still here yeah, <laughs> thank you god go. for that man thank <laughs> god for that so all right man let's get this kicked off uh i'm gonna go ahead and introduce my beer or whatever this is once again nate you should be happy for me on this one i should be excited got another one from birds fly south Oof. Yeah, buddy. It's called Sea and Rhythm, which is fits perfectly with the podcast that we're doing right now. Uh, it's a wild lager re-fermented on grapes. Hmm. So, so it's uh, basically, it's well, it is a sour because I just had a little sip right now. It is sour. Isn't bitter at all, which is kind of... Uh, kind of strange to me because most of the sours that i've had they've always had that kind of like bitter wine kind of bite to it uh more fruit taste than the the bitter of course but uh definitely a sour and really not that high in the uh, alcohol content it sits at a five percent horsepower so i'm gonna take i think that's your lightest power yeah i think that's the lightest punch you've thrown so far yeah this is basically my high c this is my Kool- <laughs> this is my Kool Aid. <laughs> this this is what I drink before I uh, go out and uh, school all the boys in basketball. So before my- you have a hard seltzer, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> before I go to the claw, <laughs> this is what I go to. Oh, so this is what I'm drinking. Uh, another one by uh, that's that uh, brewery by you, Nate. The birds fly south. Yeah, yeah. So, you got to come on down to G Vegas and check out the place. Ooh, G Vegas. What's G that's Vegas. what the cool that's what us cool kids call Greenville. G Vegas. G Vegas. I like it. I kinda like it, man. So so yeah, you can definitely taste the grapes on this one, but it's uh very light, not bitter, good refreshing kind of taste. Uh luckily I got two of them. Um so again, with the podcast that you guys heard me do with Randy, if you guys did hear that out there, uh hit me up. I'll give you the uh the app that I go to so that way you guys get ten dollars off. I get ten dollars off and I don't know if you guys are on that app too, but I, I really do enjoy that app. I need to. I just also need some of that stuff. That uh, uh, money is that what it's called? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. So, all right, man. So that's my uh, that's my drink of the night. Uh, yeah. Let's see who's. Going. I've been super into sours lately. That's just kind of my new jam. But I'm still into like as dark a sour as I can find. So um, I like lighter sours, but like I just find a dark sour like the most interesting thing going on right now. So see, see now uh, with a dark sour, what exactly do you mean like dark sour? Because I'm not I'm not really big on the sours at all. Um, I mean, I've, I've had sours that, that one that I found in Asheville that I just kept talking about. That was, I don't, I don't remember if I could even see through the glass. I was, I was pretty, pretty deep into a a long day at breweries by then. But, uh, I I think I'm recalling correctly that it was, it was too dark to see through the glass. Mm. And then the last, the one I did on the podcast, that chocolate cherry sour, that was, that wasn't dark enough to not see through the glass, but it was a heavy, dark, kind of black maroon i mean it was you know you could you could see the shadow of your hand behind it but you couldn't uh you couldn't you know you can just see right through it so it was dark so and i just had never had dark sours before um i'm not a sour expert so i don't mean to sound like i am but um i'm kind of obsessed with sours right now nice so that you said this is just a new obsession that you're gaining now then huh yeah yeah really um yeah nice all right uh so wait, hold on. Did we talk about what you were doing? What you were drinking? No, no. We just that's, we're still talking about sours. Yeah. All right. Well, what are you uh, what I, are you right. drinking, sir? <laughs> I've got uh, I've got something pretty interesting here. It is sour. Uh, no, it is it is as far away from sour as you can get, my friend. It is an imperial. It is a it is a uh, hot chili pepper chocolate cinnamon imperial stout. Oh, and. It is uh, from Fat Orange, Cat, and Decadent out of North Haven, Connecticut. Um, it is actually called Baker's Dozen. Baker's Dozen. Um, it comes in a full pint can. So usually when you get these heavier, it's 13%. So usually when you get these heavier guys, they, you know, they come in, you know, if you get them tapped, they're like a six ounce pour or something. But it, this comes in a full size pint can. It is a generic, just silver can with a sticker on it. So that's kind of what level we're looking at. But it is absolutely spicy. Uh, when you when you take a sip of it, you get a nice sweet chocolate cinnamony flavor, and then you swallow, and it's just hot peppers down your throat. And Ooh. so you want another cold sweet drink, and you take another cold sweet drink and get you know chocolate sweet cinnamon and swallow it, and it's hot peppers down your throat. And man, it is it is complex and complicated and you know i wouldn't sit and drink a bunch of these but to like sit and sip on one is is pretty interesting yeah that sounds like a starter man that sounds like something you would uh kick off the night with yeah yeah i mean so one time i had a hot pepper chocolate ice cream and it is exactly the same the front end of the taste is the sweet chocolate that makes you go mmm, and then when you swallow it's i mean it's not like searing heat but it's got some oomph in it i mean it's got some some kick in it and and so as soon as you swallow everything gets hot and that makes you just want more and you want more and you want more and (laughs) it's it's a it's a cool little feedback loop of back and forth between sweet and spicy but uh uh, I, I don't know. It's it's very interesting. It's very <laughs> sensory. Again, I wouldn't like sit and drink a six pack all night of them, but to uh, to sit and sip on one, it'll kind of make you think and look at your beer a little bit. You Jesus know, just trying Christ. to figure out I feel, figure I, out what you're doing. I feel like you just described like that one person you just can't cut out of your life. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know what I mean? <laughs> That's what I feel like you just described. I was like, man, I just shot back like 10 years ago to an ex. Like, man, how do I just, I can't stop. <laughs> <laughs> but man, that sounds, uh, that sounds interesting. So it, it's, is it like spicy, spicy, or is it just like a hint of spice to it? It's, um, somewhere in between. It's not just like a little hint, like, Ooh, there it is. But it's not like, drinking hot sauce where i'm like running around like fanning my tongue but it's it's somewhere in between there like it's 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 spicier than a hint oh okay that sounds interesting and that's man i would have to look that up man and where, where is that coming out of a uh, new haven connecticut oh. uh fat orange cat brewing company like garfield yeah, yeah, I'll send you the I'll send you the label and again it's a generic silver can with a sticker on it. So, um nice. you know, I I'd, I'd call it a cheap production except for the level of complexity they're doing here. This ain't a cheap production. <laughs> it's this <laughs> legit. <laughs> yeah, definitely take a picture, man, cuz that'll be going up on the I guess the uh the Instagram on the gram. So, Word. Awesome. Sounds delicious. Joe, what you got going on, brother? I went with uh around the bend company another chicago brew mm-hmm. uh, keep keeping it local support your local goods um it's a stout with chocolate and orange same Ooh. kind of set up as uh nate as far as the can pint can with you know a nice metallic whatever sticker on it um and it even comes with like a little poem about the beer Ooh. Oh, we got to hear the poem. Okay, go. I was going to say, yeah. I'd be remiss if I didn't try to yes. give my best. Give us your best, like, <laughs> tosher, man. Let's see what you got. <laughs> Let's drink stout, you and I. While we can, stout, graceful, and silky with Ghirardelli, dark chocolate, and sweet orange, hoaxing other robust flavors from beyond their veil. Caramel, toast, a slight bit of roast. Dark star crashes, pouring its light into glasses all right everybody snap the the fingers on that one (laughs) snap the fingers (laughs) no but seriously uh, chocolate orange stout that sounds delicious oh yeah there's a couple of them i had that are delicious man yeah and looking at it you're like all right I, i definitely want some of that taste but sad to say it doesn't have as much orange behind the chocolate mm. as much as like you just get you know, your your sniff, your little nostrils get the orange to kind of set you up for, oh, like, I'm, I'm going to have some orange with this chocolate. And it's uh, it's still very tasty. I'd recommend it. But, uh, yeah, and that's, oh, it's interesting. Well, again, like, you're, you're waiting for the orange, and then it just doesn't really... So would you uh, say it needs itself. more? Would you say it needs it needs like more orange in it just to bring it out a little bit more? Uh, careful what you wish for. Maybe more orange would just make it, make it taste like shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, I mean, it's it's good as is, but I feel like it would be better if yeah. it did have more orange. Well, I wonder how they're doing the orange. If it's an orange peel or act, because you know. Chocolate and orange peel is a pretty known combo that that mm-hmm. bitter and that sweet. Um, you know, you wouldn't want like orange juicy, like a sweet orange juice. But I wonder if they're using orange peel or something, letting it letting it soak in orange peel or something. That would be cool. It'd be yeah. cool to know how they did that. What how did they what did they mix it with? Yeah, that that reminds me of how they did. Uh, 
it's probably a little bit off, but it was a it was a double milk a double double milk stout that I had from a place called 450 North in Columbus, Indiana, where what they did was they just took a stout and dumped it in a vat of like 450 packs of Oreo cookies. Man, that was one of the best, one of the best stouts I've had. And it it tasted exactly like that. And then they came out with the, uh, the golden ones, you know how they Oreo made the golden cookies. Mm-hmm. wasn't as good but still that that's what it reminds me of like how they do that like some of them will let them sit on like some sort of chocolate or something like that but yeah, yeah. i mean that's why beer making so fun is because there there is no wrong way to do it whatever whatever works works whatever you know turns out cool turns out cool so you can do any manner of crazy things like pouring it over oreos or dumping orange peels in it or you know whatever that's the point of it to just stir the pot and see what you get yeah so joe i know there's a way i don't know if i ever if i ever talked about it on the podcast but there is a way when it comes to those where you can have just a hint of what the other ingredient is uh it's basically the way they teach you how to drink a guinness so what it is it's so while you're taking a sip of the beer what you want to do is while you're sipping it you're breathing in through your nose and then you hold it and then you swallow what's in the mouth and then you breathe, and that I guess that adds a little more flavor and effect to uh, to the beer. Yeah, and that's what I was saying. Like you definitely get that through the nostrils, but it just doesn't come through with the flavor. I, I know what you're talking about, yeah. but uh, it just doesn't. Yeah, doesn't come through like you're thinking. Yeah, just yeah. needs a tweak. It does. Uh, well, <laughs> if this is their furch, furch. If this is their furch batch. Jesus, if this is their first batch, I'm pretty sure hopefully the second one's a better one. But we'll see, man. Well, all those beers sound delicious. Yeah, they do all sound really good. Yours, uh, yeah, uh, Nate, that uh, that jalapeno chocolate something. <laughs> oh, that one sounds really interesting. I want to try that one. <laughs> yeah, chili, a, chili pepper chocolate cinnamon. Chili pepper chocolate cinnamon. Man, that sounds like a fucking disaster. Yeah, <laughs> you put that on the plate, they're gonna be like, nah, nah. Yeah, you can't drink it fast either. I mean, you want to because of the hot, cold thing, but like, yeah. you just, you just can't like down it. You really just got to take your time with it. Right on. All right, man. So let's go ahead and get this kicked off with, uh, with the music, man. All right. So what do we got here first? It looks like Nate. What do you say? You go first with your. Uh, with your little hit there, buddy. All right. So, uh, obviously, you guys know I'm a Bob Dylan fan, and at some point I had to pull out the poet, but uh, I figured now is as a good a time as any. And I'm doing A Hard Rain's Gonna Fall just because of the way the world is right now. Um, there are certainly better Dylan songs, more interesting Dylan songs, songs I like more, would talk about more. But this, to me, just fits what's going on right now. Um, hard rain's going to fall like Dylan himself. The, the legend kind of is bigger than the reality. Uh, the legend is that he wrote it in response to the Cuban missile crisis. And of course, the hard rain's going to fall. What better imagery than, you know, nuclear fallout than the hard rain's going to fall. Um, in actuality, he wrote it a few months before the Cuban missile crisis. Now, of course, you're still right smack in the middle of the cold war. So to say that, you know, nuclear fallout never entered Dylan's mind. Of course it did. And of course that's a part of it, but uh, it's just a symbolic song. It's just got a symbolic imagery of kind of 
suffering, pollution, warfare, and all the, the little small happy beauties in between that. Um, there's some interesting points to the song. It's got a, it's, you know, Dylan's obviously known as the poet, but this is maybe his most poetic style of song. Um, the song is written, I mean, you don't really even need music behind it. It is written as a poem. And supposedly all the lyrics were taken from initial lines of songs or lyrics from other songs that he he thought he would never write or couldn't use or thought, you know, the end of the world was going to be there. So it, it it's kind of this stream of concert stream of conscious mishmash of of lyrics but it really is kind of a perfect poem and it has so many little lines in it i mean the reason i love this song is because it's kind of this meandering uh stream of conscious of of kind of this person's point of view and kind of all the things he's seen across the world and people he's met and the good things that have happened and the bad things that are happened and it's so easy to just take one little line out of this poem and kind of uh uh see how it how it relates to you or what it makes you think of in your life i mean there's so many little lines um you know i've stumbled on the side of 12 misty mountains i'm a huge hiker i've stumbled on the sides of many mountains um uh you know i i saw a newborn baby with wild wolves all around it just describing you know seeing something terrible or somebody innocent being being hurt i saw a highway of diamonds with nobody on it you know it's just all this just stream of conscious imagery of of experiences kind of around around the world and and people's experiences and um again it's so easy to to just go through the lyrics and it will make you think of very specific things from your life just kind of over and over and over i mean there's even a line in there i saw ten thousand talkers whose tongues were all broken how better to describe congress than you know ten thousand talkers whose tongues are all broken there's a huge group of people in charge of you know taking care of us who can't even you know have a conversation with each other without it devolving into meaningless fighting and 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 political banter so i I just think it fits so well for right now um um you know dylan basically you know he never liked people to say what his songs meant it drove him crazy so he would never admit what songs meant but he he basically said this song means something's gonna happen and and what that is can kind of be anything it's just preparing yourself for a hard rain for something to happen which again i think is kind of uh works for what's going on right now kind of across the world and especially in this country um and it was off dylan's second album but this is really when he kind of hit it big and hit it mainstream and got a lot of uh, uh kind of clout and reception from other people around the world um you know pete Seeger became a huge fan after this song um supposedly alan ginsburg this was the first dylan song that he heard and he wept when he heard it now is that true or not hmm, i don't know but it's a it's a good story that this song made alan ginsburg weep so um yeah, again, uh, have to pull up Bob Dylan at some point and just seemed like a, a good time to, you know, it's not the happiest of songs. It's maybe a bit of a wet blanket, but I think it's, uh, you know, Bob Dylan was the poet of his generation and, and that poetry has lived on and still works and a hard rain's going to fall works right now. Hard rain's going to fall means something's going to happen. Oh, 
have you been, my blue-eyed son? And where have you been, my darling young one? I stumbled on the side of twelve misty mountains I've walked and I crawled on six crooked highways I've stepped in the middle of seven side forests I've been out in front of a dozen dead oceans I've been 10,000 miles in the mouth of a graveyard And it's a hard, and it's a hard, and it's a hard And it's a hard, and it's a hard Rains are gonna fall What did you see, my blue-eyed son? And what did you see, my darling young one? I saw a newborn baby with wild wolves all around it I saw a highway of diamonds with nobody on it I saw a black branch with blood that kept dripping I saw a room full of men with the hammers a-bleeding I saw ten thousand talkers whose tongues were all broken I saw guns and sharp swords in the hands of young children and it's a hard, and it's a hard, and it's a hard, and it's a hard, and it's a hard rains are gonna fall. Oh, what did you hear, my blue-eyed son? And what did you hear? My darling young one I heard the sound of a thunder that roared out a warning I heard the roar of a wave that could drown the whole world I heard one hundred drummers whose hands were ablazing I heard 10,000 whispering and nobody listening I heard one person starve, I heard many people laughing I heard the song of a poet who died in the gutter I heard the sounds of a clown who cried in the alley and it's a hard, and it's a hard, and it's a hard, and it's a hard, and it's a hard rains are gonna fall. 
song uh i listened to a couple of times in the truck and that uh that definitely does tie in with uh what what the world is going through right now um sure. joe anything you got to say about the song sir um no i write up nate valley and uh I, again just the choice uh the timing i guess it kind of fits he called him you know the poet and everything and yeah you read through the lyrics and 
I kind of get what you're saying about how it's just kind of like pieced in a sense, but at mm-hmm. the same time, like you, you get the story and yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's emotional. Yeah, definitely what? it is, man. There was a lot of thinking when I was on the road <laughs> while I was listening to that, man. So that was definitely a good pick. I don't have much to say about it. Uh, to be to be honest, man, I I, I never really was a, a big Bob Dylan fan, but uh, that song did uh that actually it actually did make me think a lot throughout the the entire day. So yeah, and uh, okay, so we'll go ahead and go right to uh, to Joe's song. Joe, what you got for us, man? Today I went with an Arcade Fire song, kind of. Again, like <laughs> Nate setting his up, it's not necessarily my favorite Arcade Fire song because their back catalog, like I still go back to the suburbs and funeral probably more than the recent stuff after like Reflector got a little weird, but then everything now, which was their latest, that kind of brought me back into the fold. And uh, the song I went with was Everything Now. Again, right along the lines of... Uh, it's an interesting time in the world. <laughs> and I I just felt like this song, actually a couple weeks ago, yeah, I went out with an old friend and like caught up. It was very interesting. The night just kind of went. It was cool. Later in the night, like the song came on, got up, started dancing. But then as I like started thinking about the song for whatever reason, it was just like one of those, like, again, the whole everything now thing. Like you want it all at the same time and sometimes you know there's positives to that because you're getting the information or whatever it is that you you know want in that moment um but then there's also the negatives so just the two sides and the first two lines of the song every inch of the sky's got a star every inch of skin's got a scar like those you know that just sets that up the two sides of like yeah you got good right here but you know there's some pain that probably came with it type thing that's the song I went with. Um, you know, we'll, we'll we'll get into a little bit more here in a minute after a listen. I'm in the black again. Can't make it back again. We can just pretend. We'll make it home again. Everything now. 
And that was Arcade Fire, Everything Now. That was Joe's pick. Now, before we went ahead and played the song, Joe, you were saying there was uh, something else you wanted to say about the song? Um, Just to kind of give a little background, I found interesting and didn't know this from Jump, but that song was actually not even going to be a song. Um, it was either Wynn or Will Butler. One of the two were just messing around with this old school 70s, like... Uh, african electronica song called the coffee cola song so the song wasn't supposed to be necessarily on the album it was going to be just a remix of some old school song called the coffee cola song by francis bebe and uh that might just be bb i don't know i'm just throwing some accent on it to make it sound fancy (laughs) Um, (laughs) but that main like uh, flute part that's in the song that thing is where uh, basically the song was just written around that which I found interesting because I think that is also a a perfect (laughs) that's also a perfect impression of the little flute loop in the song I was practicing all day and I nice little Joe flute yeah, I mean, I love that you picked this song because obviously I'm a huge Arcade Fire song. For whatever reason, I have this little glam rock streak. I love the Talking Heads. I love David Bowie. I love Arcade Fire. I love every one of their albums. I remember the first time I heard one of their albums for the first time, Neon Bible, all the way through, was just like mesmerized and enamored. When they won for the suburbs, I think when they won and when Radiohead won, are like the only two times I've ever agreed with the Grammys or was happy with like the Grammys. Um, so I love the guys. And I love that you specifically mentioned the first two lines of the song. Cause for me, it's the best part of the whole song. Every inch of sky's got a star, every inch of skin's got a scar. And then, you know, play ball, go, go, you know, song gets really going like such a good, such a good lyric lyrical opening to an album yeah just the the one last thing about the timing of the song and just kind of the way they wrote the lyrics um around just an everything nowness to life like it's kind of interesting because now everyone's just totally you know (laughs) living in captivity almost in quarantine and uh you know almost yeah just forced into a minimalist style of life and uh i just hope everyone takes the time to kind of reflect on that and uh come out a little bit better at the end and not just have so many needs and wants and to just yeah Yeah. want everything now all the time you know every time (laughs) with with that being said you know that's a lot of that's a lot of what i've been thinking about um because i'll be 100 percent honest as as of late like music's been the last thing on my mind as as a musician and a music lover, it's it's right about now. It's really hard to kind of just um, enjoy the music, at least for me. Uh, but one thing I was thinking about, it's much along the same lines of um, when Donald when Donald Trump became president. Like I thought to myself, how many fucking badass songs are about to be made? And, sure, and along sure. and along with with what's going on with COVID nineteen, I'm kind of thinking like, 
how many songs are going to be made just just like you know like like quantity wise you know everybody's going to be stuck at home and with technology we have nowadays i can have my guitar player my singer my bass player send me tunes and i can play on my electronic drum set onto my mixer onto my laptop and send it back here's my idea and then I can have other people, you know, and it's going on right now. You know, I got other guys that I'm in talks with that are just sending me little like, hey, what do you think about this? What can you do since I'm stuck indoors? And then thinking along the lines of that, like all of this is happening. Like, Joe, you've sent me a couple songs, too, which, by the way, I, I got to get working. Huh? Yeah, a fucking month ago. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a, it's along the same lines. Like I'm waiting. I, I'll, I'll get them. Well, the thing is, they still have me working, man. <laughs> yeah, the, the man's keeping us fed. <laughs> it, it, yeah, man. If, 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 I, if, they, if they put me in quarantine, man, I guarantee there's if anybody has any songs they need work on if i'm in quarantine please send them to me i ain't gonna have shit to do uh but but what i was saying it's it's it seems like with all this happening and talking to a lot of my musician friends it's i can't wait to see what gets written about this everybody's gonna have time on their hands nobody has an excuse to why they can't finish a project like this is your time to get it done write that song sing that song create some fucking song reach out to somebody get something done this is something to when we finally get outdoors again and we can be free and hug people and say hello and all this other shit and meet up at a brewery and whatever else like hey by the way i wrote this this is what i that's what i'm excited about right now with all this yeah kind of going it doesn't have to just be music i mean think about you know books and art or painting or anything like yeah you know, you got to make you got to let your brain have an outlet. You got to let it do something. Yeah, you're right. What what is going to what are we going to have in this world because of this in in three to six months or yeah. nine months and, or whatever? It and, is. Yeah. and it's just, you know, sitting down and thinking about it, like like what Joe said, you know, it's I mean, with everybody out there, you know, maybe God, maybe Mother Earth, maybe the universe, maybe something is just saying, this is my reset button for you fuckers. Get it together. Realize what you realize what you should be appreciating, what you should love. You know, just start paying attention to things. Realize what you're fucking missing. Put your fucking phone down. Realize there's other people around you. Love them. Enjoy them. Appreciate them. Like just little things like that. that. That's what I'm hoping for. At the end of this, I'm really not, you know, in a way I am prepared. I'm not going crazy thinking about it. What I'm really thinking about is what's going to happen when all this is over. You know, occupy your fucking time other than worrying about what's out there. Just stay safe. Be clean. Wash your fucking hands. Do whatever you got to do. Don't play. Don't play stupid like these kids and wherever the fuck they're out there having a party laughing about this like it isn't a real thing. You know what I mean? Sure. Sure. And part of your PSA should probably say to trust science. Yes, yes, please. Jesus, please, yes. yeah. Don't be those fucking Mormons over there. And yeah. I don't know if you guys saw that where the Mormons in fucking Utah, they're all gathering together, gonna pray like this is gonna like well, dude, really? <laughs> this yeah. I don't I don't fucking know. I don't want to get into that part of it, but that yeah. that's I mean, just, it's like I just want to say science, science is like magic, except for it's real. So, yeah, let's, let's <laughs> yeah. use it. Let's listen yeah, to dude, it. Yeah, dude, there's going to be books written over and over yeah. again having to do with science. There's a reason yeah. they fucking write them, and there's new ones put out every fucking year. All right, I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting excited about this, guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. I love you guys. So now is now is a great time for creatives. So I do agree. With yeah, that. it is. It sure. most definitely is. Like, what's going to be like? I said, what's going to be written about this? You know, like uh, there's there's always something. Again, like the whole thing with Donald Trump. It's people are going to write music. People are going to yeah. write music about it, and I, I can't wait to hear what's said. 
<laughs> definitely part of that fad. I there got you go. My song, song written over the weekend. <laughs> there you go, buddy. Fucking a man. But with that being said, uh, anything else about uh, Arcade Fire, guys? No, let's talk about two. All right, man. Yep. So my song <laughs> really has nothing to do with what's going on. But what I can say about this song is that it has kept me level headed and not freaking out and not going crazy. It is a happy song. It is from uh, Toots and the Maytels. Uh, it's called 5446 was my number. And oh, my God, I almost dropped my fucking beer. Um and as you guys probably know, and as a lot of people out there, when they heard the name of that song, yes, this song is, I guess, the original song that Sublime covered. The 5446 was my number. And I really didn't hear about this until my buddy Randy, who I've had on a few times, I didn't expect this from him because he's like your Iron Maiden Black Sabbath fucking metalhead. You know, that's all he talks about, Ozzy Osbourne. The guy can go on for days about your old school 80s metal and rock man but when he brought this up i i was completely blown away i'm like holy shit how do you know this so uh ever since he told me that i've been listening to the song and being a big fan of old school reggae i was like this is perfect because at the beginning you know as, as you guys will hear it, it it's kind of like a james brownish uh type of like jammy you know kind of you know did thing. you just start snapping yeah bro i'm like uh. i'm thinking about <laughs> that po- i'm thinking about right that i'm thinking about the poem that you read earlier hip cat <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so it's it's just one of those you know you just want to just stand in the kitchen and take your shoes off so you can do your best james brown you put the, f- the middle finger over the belly button and you just start you start doing happy feet get your james brown I just imagine you're doing your best stream, James Brown, but nothing really else to talk to say about the song other than I think, you know, with times right now, we do need some sort of relief, you know, like some something to just kind of get our minds off of things. And hopefully to all the listeners that are out there listening, this song will do it for you. So, you know, grab your grab your kids, grab your girl, just dance in the living room in the kitchen wherever you got the smoothest floor so you can get your best james brown going on so uh that's uh, that's the reason why i picked this song and hopefully you guys enjoy it sing it up mister hear what i say sir yeah yeah, 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 yeah. get your hands in the air sir Woo. yeah then you will get no hurt, mister, no, no, no. I said yeah, I said yeah, what they say. Oh, but it was my name. 
pick toots and the maytals maytals whatever 5446 was my number uh joe just laid an interesting fact on me because uh apparently i don't do my homework and i'm um, just listening to the music um uh, joe why don't you uh go ahead and embarrass me <laughs> please i just thought it was funny you're like ah oh, happy song blah 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 and then like uh yeah that songs he wrote about being in prison after being busted for uh possession of yeah. weed <laughs> <laughs> of the weed so, so, the, the weed, weed. <laughs> so 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 in a way i guess this song does tie in with what's going on because everybody's kind of you know imprisoned right now in their own homes <laughs> not really for weed but if you got nice save, if brother. you if you got them smoke them <laughs> that was a better save than you trying to hold in that cough earlier yeah that, no that wasn't a cough that was i was blowing my nose because i had to get the beer out it was stinging too bad <laughs> Just because it's four 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 point eight horsepower doesn't mean it's uh, doesn't burn. So, all right, gentlemen, another Roger. Jesus, I'm getting notifications here. Another Roger and Stone episode in the books. Bearing a song with my best buds, Nate, the great explainer, and Joe, the great embarrasser. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> Mister Correction. <laughs> With with love, <laughs> always, <laughs> always. But all right, gentlemen. All right, guys. Anything else you want to add? Anything you want to say before we go ahead and uh, go ahead and uh, cut tape here? I guess these days, just uh, stay safe and stay sane. Joe. Yep. Be well. Wash them hands. <laughs> uh, In case you haven't saw 7,000 signs about it. <laughs> yeah, guys, please uh, please take care of yourselves out there. Um, kind of stay safe in the head as well. Don't, don't get too nutty out there. I mean, just, just let, this, let this blow over. Let's not get too crazy. I'm not a biblical person, but think about it this way. You know, Noah took two of everything. You know, think about that when you go grocery shopping. That's all you need, you know. Be safe out there. Lay it on. Yeah, bitches. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, man, uh, we'll talk to you guys in a couple of weeks, hopefully. Um, Hopefully, you know, whatever way things are going, hopefully nothing's too nutty, nothing's too crazy. But we'll see what happens. Uh, Until then, guys, please love each other. Love you guys. Nate, Joe, love you guys. Um, Yeah, man, you guys will be safe out there. You too, bro. Catch you, brother. Roger and Stone. Out.
Don't